Welcome to the Organic Content Marketing Podcast with your host, Katie Toby Grinley. I'm here to share what I've learned about content, marketing, building a community from running my multiple businesses. So get ready for tips, trainings, and mindset shifts so you can create not only epic content, but an incredible business. it's Katie welcome back to another podcast episode and today I'm joined by my lovely friend Emma Gibbs Ung. Emma helps you build a six-figure business in the most unapologetic rebellious way and I just love that so much hi Emma hello how are you that's so good amazing um Emma I feel like um we have crossed business paths for like the last 10 years and I feel like it's been quite the journey we've both been on in this world of business wouldn't you say oh god yeah it is you don't realize when you when you set out to be an entrepreneur just what you're getting into yeah it's like a whole new world where things you thought were pretty cool suddenly bubble to the surface again and you're like oh shit yeah I think actually that's a really good like point to to mention because I don't think when you start your own business actually how much like work you need to do on yourself and Mm. things that come up for you that if you worked in corporate or worked for someone else actually you wouldn't experience and actually as well as being a business owner we are on this whole journey of like self-development 100 percent. yeah yeah and you have to be totally like uncomfortable in that process as well Mm. hugely hugely it's and also getting comfortable with the fact, and I think this this is something that I knew, but I reminded myself of this morning. I've had a massive breakthrough, but like over the last couple of months is that not everyone understands our work and we can dilute ourselves to fit in with them and the conversations because everyone can speak about whether they know about each other's work or not, they've all got an annoying colleague or a boss that's been an asshole that day or something. And so they can have that generic chat. Whereas we, we don't have that. And we see things very differently. And it's like a lot of people in my world are employed. And so it's, it's amazing how much you can kind of dilute yourself or feel like you don't necessarily always fit in with what it is that you desire and what it is that you're working towards because they just don't get it yeah and that's that's such a good point I I do I do wish that my only problem was an annoying colleague (laughs) yeah it's true though isn't it like you can I mean I'm a mum I go to pick my son up and it's like the conversations are just the same they're moaning about team members or something and it's just like yeah I can't get into that conversation I don't want to get into that conversation for the most part that's pretty cool but then it's like actually when you want to speak about something you're going through it's hard to find those people that understand or I find actually want to listen to you I find that to be the hardest I think Mm. 
definitely yeah um well emma i wanted you to come on the podcast today because i absolutely love and adore the work you do because you are all about like being yourself um when it comes to like showing up online in your business and like i love that you say like you don't need to become someone else to be a success but actually the magic solution is is you and Mm. I would love to know like where where did you first like realize that was the key to success you know it's been a huge journey and I think probably really I've tapped into that properly in the last year like at the start of becoming at start of running my business I was that girl I was like well, I've always rebelled against being told what to do. Never really been good with authority. Not like, not in a rude way or anything. I just don't gel. Like, I don't like being in an office. Or I feel a bit like a caged animal. I like that freedom, that creativity. Um, but over the first few years of being an entrepreneur, I just sort of kind of got swept up in all the shoulds and what everyone else was doing. And because I was new to it all, it was like, oh, I'll just follow what they're doing. And I had these amazing ideas. And my first year in business was brilliant. I was so naive to it all. I was just bloody going for it left, right and center. And it was amazing. But sometimes the more you consume, the more confused you get. And I think over time, it just wore me down. And it was probably last year I see is a bit of a coming back to myself year where I was like I'd reached the point where I was bored I felt lost I didn't know who I was anymore I didn't really know what I was wanting to do in my business anymore because I had no evidence around me to see it being done in the way that I wanted to do it and I'd lost the confidence in doing being that person um and I was introduced to so many trailblazers last year that just don't do business in the traditional way. And it was so amazing. And it was like, this is where the unapologetic rebel, which is my signature work, really kind of came into play because I was like, wow, we really don't have to do it one certain way. We don't have to follow every strategy. We don't have to do exactly what other people are doing. Um, And in fact, when we do the have-tos, we actually stunt our growth. And our, you know, like we're all here for a reason and our de- my desires are different to yours. They're, they're mine for a reason because they're attached to, to me and what I want. And I don't know about you, but the, the way in which I live is that if you get your desires, um, it's because you're ready to receive it and because you have everything within you at that moment to go on and, and achieve them. We get what we're ready for. But the reality is it's all well and good declaring your desire. You have to then understand that there's a journey that comes with that. And so every time you you up level or you say to yourself you want to go for more, there are going to be lessons and challenges and so on and so forth that you will need to go through as part of your journey to get to where you are. But you have the capability to overcome and to work through them because you've received that desire. So you're ready. You're good to go. And I think sometimes we think we've got to wait and we've got to hold on um, until we know more, do more, whatever. But also we can get caught up in what everyone else is then doing, which is what I was. And suddenly I was on their path doing their lessons and their challenges. 
and their lessons weren't right for me. They weren't part of my journey. And so I was making it so much harder because I was like flip-flopping left, right and center over to see what, I don't know, Sally was doing and then Dawn was doing. And it's like, they're not on my journey. And while we might all be going after six figures, multi-six figures in business, so in principle, it looks the same. It's so different for each and every one of us and how we get there is so different. And so all of this kind of really started filtering through to me. And it, I felt like I'd come back alive again and I'd come back home to who I was. And suddenly I was like, I'm not filtering myself anymore. And I speak as if it's like just that simple. It's not because while it is simple, it's not easy. And there's a lot of conditioning that I've had to work through. Um, you know, I've got a past of, of multiple traumas of sexual and physical abuse and fertility issues. And from all of those combined, it served me quite well to hide and blend in sometimes because I was healing. I didn't want to stand out. I didn't feel confident enough to do that. And so I naturally went down that route of just fitting in when really to my core, I'm not someone that just fits in. I never have been. I've always been an attention-seeking joker that, you know, loves, loves you know, being on stage and all of, all of that jazz. And that part of me was really crying out to come back out and play. Yeah, it is, it is easier, I agree, to blend in sometimes, especially I think when, as business owners ourselves, like, you know, we are already putting ourselves out there so much. We're literally kind of like, you know, standing on our soapboxes and going, this is me, this is what I believe in. And sometimes that can feel really, really scary. So then to, yeah, go like, you know, another level or go all out and to be ourselves, you know, we really do have to be brave. And yes, yeah, sometimes the easier option is to go to, you know, what, I'm just going to blend in a little bit and say what they're going to say or do what they're going to do. Um, but like looking back as you were talking, uh, it was like, because you said like, you know, at the start of setting up your business, like, you know, you were all in and you were like having so much fun. And I think back to when I started my first business and that's exactly how I was like, I didn't know any better. So I was just going all in. I was doing things my way and yeah. like that. I had so much success. And even then, like when, you know, I set up my side business um, to to my main business um, back then, um, I did things totally my own way. I was doing like and running my business in a way that I hadn't seen anyone else do it. And it wasn't me thinking, oh, well, I'm going to do this because it's it's different. No one else is doing it. It just felt the right thing to do for me. And actually, it was only when I was like, OK, now I really want to grow this business I then I feel like that's when I blended in because then I was like, like, I almost like had a checklist and I was like, yeah, okay, I need to do this, this, this and this. Yeah, yeah. And actually none of my self or, you know, my uniqueness was able to shine. And, you know, I'm, I'm not a vanilla person. I'm, you know, I'm like you, Emma, like, you know, I love to have fun. I'll get up on the stage. And that just wasn't shining through my business at all. No. And 
we see it a lot and I see a lot of really powerful people lose themselves down this should route and I've I've felt misunderstood most of my life to be honest and I've often quite liked it but for a few years I suddenly I don't know just lost all of that power I was handing that power over to other people and yeah and just like you say blending in and diluting and it got boring and then when I worked with my clients on a one-to-one or in the group or membership they would see me and my truth and like but then in my content and other things I felt I had to be a bit more serious and I had to um do things a certain way and I'm just like this is just boring yeah oh my god I totally resonate with everything you just said (laughs) and it's really hard to get excited it was almost like I'd gone from corporate to run my freedom-based business which I did and then suddenly got into too many conflicting conversations because we spread ourselves so thin as well and search for the missing answers and the missing piece to our puzzle where everything's going to go oh, fall, fall into place and it'd be like that magic moment. And we can search for others to find that. But the reality is, like you said at the start for me, we are our magic solution. We are the missing piece of the puzzle. We are our superpower. Um, and people don't like that. And so if they hear it and they're like, yeah, but no, I like I get that, but no, I want to go and find it. I need to go and find it because it comes with a lot of responsibility. Yeah. To to the magic solution of your own life and to be the missing piece because then all of a sudden it's all on you. Yeah, for Uh, sure. Whereas if you're searching from somebody else or a strategy, then you could you've got a an an avenue to to blame something or someone else if it doesn't work out the way you want it to when when you realize it's all on you, you're like, and I say loosely all on you because it is all on us ultimately, but the more support you can get from mentors and other like-minded expanders and get in the rooms and conversations with others, you don't feel so alone, but we try and um, yeah, just blend in and just. If someone who's listening to this really resonates with what we're saying, they're kind of like blending in, they're not really being themselves, they're not allowing their personality to shine through, you know, all their weirdness, their quirks, individualities, Mm. like, what would you say is, is something that they could start doing, like, today or tomorrow to start just being themselves again? I would strip it right back to really getting clear on what it is you actually want like we often are working either to outdate goals or goals that society have made for us or our peers and our family members have made to us so I'd get really really clear on what that looks like I'm very spiritual so I very much work on really finding out what it is that I want to do I also then work on the only fail-safe strategy that I've ever come across, which is we often know what we want to do and we know what we need to do, but we just don't do it because we will have mind shit coming up telling us not to do it. So I would get really clear on what it is that you want to do, truly want to do, and, and sit with that desire. And if that desire comes through, 
it's come through because you're ready to receive it. And so at the forefront of your mind, if that desire has come through for you, that's proof you're capable of it. That's proof that you're capable of going through the challenges and the lessons and the strengthenings and the pivots that are required to get there. You can do it. It's already landed for you. It's there. Then you just need to work on, well, what do I know to do? Like send that email, book that event, you know, what we were talking about. Do the thing that we know that we need to do that we keep making excuses for. But be open to guidance and intuition. Like I'm so supported by my two teammates, my intuition, higher self, whatever you want to say, and the universe. The how is not our business. It's not we get so caught up in the how. It's just another distraction. The only how that we need to know is the little bit of the how that we need for today to move forward. We don't need to know everything about how it's going to work. But do what you know to do, do what you're called to do and clean up the mind shit that comes up as a result. We look at people and pedestal them and think, oh, when they reach a certain level, they don't have any issues whatsoever. Life's cushy for them. They've got money, they've got this. They never doubt themselves. It's bollocks. Like every single person I've ever met or worked with or interviewed has mind shit. The mind shit is just literally showing you what's getting in the way. It's bringing to the surface what needs cleaning up in order for you to get there. And so instead of ignoring it, listen to it. Instead of making it personal as a sign for it not working or this is your sign to say, depersonalize it and see it as part of your lessons, your growth lessons. And actually, if you want to get to wherever you want to go, you're going to have to clean this bit up. Um, and that's where you get support. I just think... I've had support most of my like career or in business, but I had a moment where I didn't. But I'm also an athlete, right? So I, I want to bring this in because there is still some stigma, I think, around getting help and getting support. And yet all throughout, I used to be a national athlete. I always had a coach. You look at every sports person, they've got a coach because they want to get better. Yeah. They have a physical coach and a, a mindset coach and a life coach because they want to get better and so and these coaches these people see the blind spots in them that they can't see and yet we resist it and we think oh we're weak if we ask for help or you know this that and the other when sport is something that unites us all and we can all relate to it in some capacity every single one if they didn't have a coach they would not be where they are right now they wouldn't be getting the success that they have making the money that they have having you know, the career that they have. Um, and we do it because we don't have to do it on our own. While it is our responsibility to clean up the mind shit and to work through um, all of that and to take the inspired action, having someone who understands or who's been there, who knows what to look out for, who knows what kind of words to say to you, who knows how to give you a loving kick up the arse when you're hiding behind your excuses, that is going to get you further along than than doing it on your own um and so i would be really clear on on what it is you want work through that but look at what support you can have um and to normalize it to know that actually there are going to be moments of discomfort and that's okay there are going to be human moments and that's okay like i work off the premise i'm 95 percent okay i'm 95 percent okay with my past i'm 95 percent with what I'm working towards but I'm human 
and therefore I'm going to be triggered every now and again. And instead of making it feel like I'm going backwards or that I'm not meant to do that, I'm like, I'm just human. I'm just having a bad day. Might have got my period, might be having a perimenopausal moment, whatever it may be. Might need a snack. Um, <laughs> might need a snack, might need some water, might need to move, might need to sleep more. Um, all of these things count. All of these things count. Um, and self, you know, self-care is massive. Every day, since my son's been born, I've pretty much um, meditated and exercised every day. And while on the oddest occasion, he might be, oh, mummy, can you not? He knows that that's just what I do. And I do it always around him. But the ripple effect of any of that makes me a better mummy for him. So he always gets the best version of me. And so yeah. to me, that's my position slip. I'm doing this for my mental health, but I'm doing this so I'm the best for my, my son, my husband, my clients. Um, so, yeah, so I would focus on that. I don't know if that's answered your question yeah I Has feel it? like it totally has yeah and I I think for me as well like being kind to yourself and yes. like so it's not just like the content you're putting out online but it's also how you're showing up online and don't feel like you have to be the same in terms of your working hours or what working days like some mm. people you know might want to work uh, a Monday Wednesday Friday Saturday but to me working on a Friday or a Saturday brings me in like a cold sweat oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because that's not what I want to do yeah. but like a lot of the time I finish working at four o'clock because by then like my energy is pretty low I know like I'm not going to get the best from me by forcing myself past four o'clock so mm. I like I'll go for a walk I'll take a bath or I'll go in mm. you know read a book what whatever it is but you know there's some people I think as well who like really feel like well if you're not working until six o'clock like what are you doing with yourself yeah. or if you're only working two hours a day like you know what are you doing but actually you don't know what someone else can achieve in these two hours because again we all work so differently like someone could hyper focus for two hours and get mm. like three days worth of work done in that time yeah totally Totally. It, it's so true. And I just think we cram, we try and justify our results and, 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 and our ideas by proving we're working really hard for it. And a lot of the people that, that I know who are making big money in this industry work hell of a lot less now than they ever did before. Yeah. But one of the, one of the biggest things, or two, because I've written down fun, and I want to bring that up, but also... Um, Part of being successful is creating the space for the success to come in. <laughs> and I think we are so conditioned, like you say, to hustle and keep doing. And actually the work is sometimes surrendering and creating the space for it to, to come in. And I struggle like Billy over that. Like I wind my family up because the only time I relax is on a sun lounger. Also, I want to be doing things like we're wasting time, blah, blah. Um, but I've really had to learn to just be. 
whatever that just be might be, it could be sitting in silence. It could be doing a meditation. It could be having a conversation with the universe and listening to it. It could be, I've got a playlist and I say, right, universe, pick me a song with a message to me. And 99.9%, it comes through brilliantly. Oh, I and love it's like, that. Yeah, oh my God, I, lo- I so love it. It's, I don't think I've ever gone, uh, well, actually I did once. Um, Bad Habits from Ed Sheeran came up. <laughs> and I was like, what's that got to do with whatever it was that I was talking to the universe about? My sign is butterflies. Anyway, on my Spotify, and I've never seen it since, but this video came up to this song with butterflies. And I'm like, what's that? Like, no that's... Way. Yes. So... That's so it, cool, Emma. Yeah, I love it. But but that's me having fun with with it. Like, yeah, that is so true. And the work that we do as entrepreneurs and business owners is not normal. And part of that work is the inner internal work. And that requires stepping away. That doesn't require doing all the time. And so it's given yourself that space to just journal ideas and see what comes through. I think the biggest thing is, is when we try and be like somebody else, we attract other people's people and other people's experiences. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, and I just think there is no better way than your way and to to trust in yourself. And the biggest way you can build trust is to become your own evidence. And whether you might not feel it now, in this moment, if you sat and, and gifted yourself the time to just think back at times where you did trust yourself and where things went really well, you will start to notice patterns and evidence of things really coming through. And that if that desire is there in your heart and in your mind, it's because you are capable of achieving it. You've just got to get out of your own way to make that happen. And I kind of feel that if I can't do it for myself, I've got to, I'm doing it for my people. Because if I'm showing up as, as half M and half somebody else, mm. the people who are meant to be in my life won't find me. Yeah, they won't have that instant connection with you. No. And they'll miss out and I'll miss out on, on helping them and I'll miss out on opportunities that could have been related to them. And yeah. everything the effect just continues. And the reality is we're all here for a reason. <clears throat> and I've worn so many masks over the years, like ridiculous amount of masks. Um, and sometimes you need them like, I think I'm pretty bloody good. So I would be right. If, if you're struggling to see the benefit in being your true self where you don't feel comfortable, I would be doing exercises of like writing 10 things you're most proud of about yourself, 10 things you really love about yourself. I would reach out to friends and colleagues and peers and ask them to describe you in three three words and see how you're perceived by other people rather than just what you know. Because they might, like someone said nutter to me like you're just a a nutter and I was like yeah I am and I'm not at the moment like yeah where has she gone um and so just doing little fun things like that just to bring like just to start loving yourself and seeing yourself as worthy and good enough as you are 
We don't need to become somebody else to be good enough. We are good enough already. We are our own superpower. And our uniqueness is what makes us so powerful and so special. And the right people will see that. And yes, the wrong people will be triggered by that. And that's all good. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get judgments no matter what. So it's normalize that, but depersonalize it and trust in yourself. Probably the main ones, I would say. Yeah, I think very wise words, Emma. And I feel like that is a great place to end this amazing conversation. Um, it's been such a joy to talk with you today. Um, and I feel like you've given away so many amazing tips. And yeah, I hope that, you know, people listening to this will resonate with it and realise that if they're not being their true selves, like they've they've now got the permission to do that. Totally. Totally. Rip up that rule book, flip yes. the bird yes. to your mindset and your past and just start playing around with having fun of being you. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Emma. Well, thank you for having me. It's been lovely. <laughs>